This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and contains me pointing out Steve's holidays over whilst I've got five days off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Normality, episode yeah. 101 of Movie Drone. I am still Steve, and I'm joined by Harry Hill lookalike and the bass player from the Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> How are you both doing? Oh, good, you're in one of them moods. <laughs> oh, Harry Hill, really? <laughs> Just because I've got a bald head and glasses. Hello, all right? Yeah, you? Uh, who are you, really? I'm Mark. And I'm Tim. You're Tim again. Have you oh. been home? Have you been home? No, I've slept here. It's lovely. I really <laughs> like Can't it. Can't you get that little stagnant smell? <laughs> he loves it, I left it. I left him cleaning up. Look what a job he's done. I'm surprised that he went home. Yeah. I really am. I thought you might. If you had a TV in here, yeah, and maybe a fridge. Not allowed one. No, no. Not You're not allowed, allowed one at Not allowed a tally, mate. Are you sure? I'm allowed a fridge. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not allowed to tell. Okay. But when the internet goes in, you've got streaming, haven't you? Got a laptop. <laughs> no one needs to know. <laughs> and she don't listen. No, no exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how have you all been? Tim, how have you been, mate? Thanks for coming on last week. I had a really good laugh last week. It was yeah, good. it was good. Really lo- enjoyed listening back, which is unusual for me, because I don't like the sound of my own voice. No, but it no. was uh, it was good. Yeah? So, how have you been, though? Yeah, good. Good week this week. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, yeah much better than last week. Thank you very much, yeah? Good. Oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> How about you? I'm oh, fine, thanks, mate. <laughs> Any reason for that? What, well, the laugh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I need a haircut. You I, I know. I just put the Alice band on last week, or the Marks band. I've right. got the piss taken out of me. Right. I've left it all natural tonight. I mean, mate, it takes a lot for me to laugh at a haircut. Remember, I lived through the 80s. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not wearing Cassie's shorts. <laughs> I've, got, I've got normal clothes on this yeah, week. You do look much more masculine Thank tonight. you. I feel well, very manly. So how have you been then, mate? I've been all right, mate. Okay. Yeah, had an all right weekend. Went round a mate's house, put a TV bracket on a wall. <laughs> about three, <laughs> hour, work out about three hours later, I come home. I said to the missus, fancy, nice cup of tea, going to bed and reading a book. So that's what we did. And then both laid there about 10 to 12, and I was like, I'm fucking starving. So I ordered a Just Eat kebab and had a kebab in bed. Nice. And we know it's late when it says your order will be delivered tomorrow. <laughs> and then, yeah. Well, thanks for that, mate. I mean, we all knew, didn't we? We all knew it wasn't it was going to be a drama, plan, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, I knew. I yeah. knew. I mean, maybe I'll sort of willed it to be. Don't you, to be I say you was loving it. Was, <laughs> the more it went wrong, the more you was enjoying it. I wasn't enjoying it. I would have walked away, mate. Yeah. Just leave them to it. Yeah. I would have walked away. It'd still be on the floor now. Yeah, exactly. On the wall. But thanks for that, mate. No, you're welcome. Much appreciated. I'm glad it's still there. You're a good friend, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's still there. More than he deserves. I've had anxiety all week. Every time I hear the phone, I'm like, please tell me that's not come off the wall. Really? Yeah. Was it that bad? Yeah. Did you probably, do it it'll probably be all right. <laughs> He's such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how's your week been, mate? Mate, it's been nice. I've been yeah. off, obviously. So uh, yeah. we've done a few things. Went to the beach. We've been nice bit of bonding. <laughs> yes, you can say that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think she's glad to get rid of me tonight, yeah. if I'm honest. So um, I don't know if she does it, mate. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> 
Um, hour, hour and a half a week. <laughs> Ample. Oh, I know. Right, we've been all right. Been all right. Been running and that. Been getting out of each other's hair. Yeah. She's got her things to do, you know. Well, no, we've, we've been nice. We've done quite yeah. a few things together. Been for a few walks and that. She been loves good. him. That's all you need to remember. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> must takes, do, mate. It takes a very strong love to put up with Steve. <laughs> she must do. Yeah. So, no, other than that, mate, no, it's been good. I've had a nice holiday. Uh, yeah. It's all been good. I know that you're quite, obviously quite happy that my holiday's finishing. Yeah. And mine's been I've still got a couple of days. That's fine. Mine's That's beginning. Fine. Mine's but, just yeah. beginning. I mean, I'm going to find you something to do, like some sort of. I'm going to have some sort of drama that no needs time. Mark at my house <laughs> that ties up maybe Tuesday, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, just be prepared oh, for that. Good. I'll, I'll look get forward Jill to ring, it. so you can't say no. Yeah. So, uh, I'll look forward to that one. He's no, going to try and do some electrics and burn the house. Yeah. Well, that's a bit stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to him. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all good. All good. good. Um, I want to say thanks to Lee, obviously. Lee's not here tonight. It's not his choice of no. film. Obviously, he's been on, but um, he was he was on the episode, so we got a retweet. Obviously, we won't get a retweet <laughs> yeah. this week. We didn't want him. On I again, forgot to we? retweet. Actually, I think <laughs> no. You're on the list. Oh, you're on the list, Tim. You've made it <laughs> for once. Yeah. Right, but uh, yeah, so it's all good. All good. Thanks to Lee. Really enjoyed episode 100. I've yeah. had a couple of squares of me chocolate. Oh, check you out. I know. I know. Good, eh? Good. I but... use some of the sweets as bribery the next day for the kids <laughs> to behave. Well Did you? Done. I was like, if we behave for the next three hours i'll put your little selection together and cassie probably used the rest of bribe you yep. <laughs> pretty much mate i had the wham my wham bars were fucking awesome were they yep not like they used to be in the 80s mate not quite no they don't turn your face but they're still very nice excellent right okay mate have you got the thanks i've got a big list of thanks mate the retweets are hitting super highs at the moment don't know what we're doing, but so thanks to Ryan Lee, Glynn, Emma Verbal Diorama, Talk Nerdy to Me, Flickface, 30 Something Podcast, Beautiful Podcast HQ, I Heart Podcast, Ronnie Castle, WTM, Movie Journey, Right Stuff Reviews, Fat Drunk and Stupid, Lisa, Tim, What Should We Watch, LJ Human, Chris, Little Nick, Claudia Altian, Ramna One Half, Pod Breaker, 6696, Lewis Rame, Nerf Man Luke, and Miles. Blimey, you, you asked about what we were doing to get all the retweets. We yeah. were probably begging, like we did with the uh, <laughs> oh, question like last week. <laughs> please retweet like us. Please. <laughs> we got, that was good, me. listening I, back to I, that. I, it was funny. It sounded good. Yeah. It was very uh, self-promotional, wasn't yes. it? Well, we got to do something, mate, haven't we? We've, <laughs> we've hit 100 episodes of like six people listening. We've got to like, ramp it up now. We need to hit 10. <laughs> right, okay, so I've got some special thanks. All the people that have gone the extra mile. I don't see your name on this list, Tim, but the extra mile Twitter mentions to <laughs> Tags, follows. We've got Jill Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, Saved by His Grace 72, Jamie Russell, Jamie Irwin, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Mike Mike and Oscar, Okajura Parlour, Movies on the Way, and Dapper Film Investors. So thank you cool. very much thank you. to all those people. Obviously, you will get a special thanks, Tim, for coming round again. Turning or, up again. Or not leaving since last week <laughs> and staying there yeah and stop <laughs> begging us to come on next week as well so you, you've got your sleeping bag with you I can see it but... um, okay mate I've got a promo play it hey there I'm Eric and I'm Brett aka Mr. Positivity Wolfie T we at WTM watch this movie talk about old movies new movies we do breakdowns we do top five lists we also rate movies that we've recently seen on our unique rating system that's right. We're available on most podcast apps. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And you can check us out on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie.
We'll check you later. There we go. So that's our friends. WTM watch this movie. Mm, from uh, across back. the pond. They're back. Eric's finally bought a laptop, or unless he stole one in okay. the riots. I'm not yeah. quite sure uh, whether he did that or whether he actually bought one or not. But uh, they got some making up to do, haven't they? they got some episodes they need to get out. They have, yeah. So they've bought one out. So um, I haven't had listened yet, and it dropped today. So I will be listening to that uh, on my way to work mm. on... Monday. Oh, How's yeah, Joseph? Monday. I haven't heard a lot from him recently. Joseph's taken a bit of a break, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's done a... so much. I think he. Uh... I think he burnt himself out a little bit. <laughs> a little I think bit. He... That's why we do so little. Well, I hope he's all right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure he's fine. We're just waiting for the return. We sure he'll be back for the scream fest. Yep. I'm sure he will. So yeah. So W10, watch this movie with Mr. Positivity Wolf T and Eric. Have a listen. They're mm. back. All right then, mate. Okay, so uh, I'm sure this is not going to be nowhere near as good as last week's. Really enjoyed last week's, mate. Getting all of those people to phone in and Mm. give us those birthday (laughs) messages. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks very much. No, I'm pleased you did. Did you enjoy that one, Tim? I did. I should pre-record all of it. It's no less embarrassing, (laughs) but the pressure's a little bit less. <laughs> um, you don't get as many outtakes, obviously. Yeah. I, I think Leaf finds it quite uncomfortable, which is uh, the, best should, the best it. bit about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, mate. So, it's Mark's movie impression for episode one hundred and one. Yeah. Pressure's on. I know. Lots Pressure's on every to. week, mate. <laughs> right, and this is Tim. Ready? When Watch as? Fuck <laughs> me. No, this is bad, Tim. <laughs> this <laughs> is when Aslan met the fawn. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. <mate. laughs> Do not cite the deep magic to me. I was there when it was written. Once a king or queen, always a king or queen. us until the stars rain down from the heavens enough I shall talk to you alone it is finished as you can tell I don't speak Spanish uh, but I had to go <laughs> Uh, I told her that would work. She would tell tell me it wouldn't work, but I said it would. <laughs> oh, she, she, you were absolutely oh, spot on. That's got Otter in it. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. Oh, thanks for that, mate. No, you're welcome. Oh. Any Spanish people out there, let me know I did. I'm really thankful for that last line, it is finished. Yes, that's what I read it, and I was like, well, that one I do. Oh, dear. I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> There's no following that. <laughs> Okay, so shall we move on? <laughs> yes, mate. Okay, this is the... Movie Drone Wall of Shame. <laughs> <laughs>
There we go. So the movie drone wall of shame, where we mm. challenge people to give us questions to stay off the wall of shame mm. uh, for the following week. So uh, who did you challenge last week, mate? I challenged Glyn last week. Keegan Glyn. You did. Mm. So we'll see if Glyn gets off in a minute. So um, it's my challenge this week. I mean, so uh, I'm going to challenge. We've got someone coming up. I think uh, guest appearance. Mm. Um, going to be a bit later on in the year. Yes. No. no later on in the month. No, later on in the month. Yeah, mm. you're right. I just want to know a little bit about her. Okay. So I'd like to know what how her mind thinks, and she's been very kind to us, really, really kind. So I am challenging Miriam. Oh, Saved by Grace 72. I am indeed. Good choice, so, uh, mate. Thanks very much. I mean, the choices of films are looking towards uh, maybe a first for you, maybe. Yeah, maybe, so, yeah, we're already in that way. Be interesting. Mm. So, um, Miriam, you are challenged, please. We would love a question to get into your brain before mm. you come on. No pressure. Okay. Excellent. Right, let's move on. Let's do that. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call Question, question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Look at that, eh? Smashed it. It's yeah, it's getting boring it. now, though. Yeah, okay. it's just run of the mill, isn't it? <laughs> we'll have to do it. What? Right. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of it. Yeah. So, um, okay, so you challenged Glyn. I did. Uh, did he deliver? He did. did he? he says, guys, if rumours be true, Lucasfilm want the whole Star Wars sequel trilogy remade. This is unlikely as Disney owns Lucasfilm, so Disney would in effect be disagreeing with Disney over the movies. So my question is, what five movies would you remake if you could and why? Okay, I believe we've had a question similar to this mm. before, but I've got some. I've certainly got some new answers. Uh, Tim, we sent this to you. Yeah. I think you might have some answers have, as well. So who's going to go first? Guess first, mate. Okay, Tim, what you got? I kept going more to comic book because there's been... I don't really like remakes. Okay, I'm with you, Tim. So I feel you there. I started to look at remakes of remakes to see, well, you've already ruined it once. Let's give it another go. Um, so I'm starting off with the remake of Hellboy. Because as, as much as I liked the Hellboy in it, the story wasn't great and the film wasn't great. Agreed. And I like the first two. And I think it would be better to see that trilogy finished rather than the remake of the film. Okay. Agreed. There you go. I like that one, Tim. Okay. You? One that you wouldn't think from me, actually. Right. <clears throat> this might shock you. Birds of Prey. Okay. Have another okay. go. I'll make a good one. <laughs> I was re- I really liked the character. Right. I really liked the way it looked. It was just a bit shit. Harley Quinn's and, great. Yeah, oh, but it yeah. was one of them I was actually looking forward to seeing. And it bit me in the arse. Mm. I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing this comic book Marvel. Is it Marvel? No. DC, no, DC. film. <laughs> I don't know, do I? But yeah, I was actually looking forward to seeing that one. It was a pile of shit. Okay. So, have All another right. punt. All right, so I'm going back to uh, the 80s, I think, for my one. So I've got They Live. Okay, you're looking at both of us as if we're going to go, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that one. So it was originally done with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. Oh. wrestler. Yes, yeah. I do remember um, it Yeah, now. you remember yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was a fan of V. Do you remember the original yes. series, V? Yeah, very much yeah, so, yeah. You might not remember it. An old 80s series where they're all lizards underneath the skin and that. Oh, that does ring a bell. Yeah, yeah I don't know. If I don't, I've never watched the new ones. I don't know if the same premise or what. But the actual premise of this is like that, with aliens hidden amongst us and you have okay. these glasses where you can see who's alien and all that. Um, I think it would be good to read make that one cool bit out there mate I didn't actually dislike the original film that I've gone for next but I think it could be done better and that was Howard the Duck do you remember that (laughs) I I actually got a fond memory for it I probably watched that when I was early teens maybe a little bit even earlier than that but I really did the comic book just before you lost your hair 
<laughs> probably I was already losing it, mate, if we're honest. The comic books are great, and I think they could really do something with okay. that. Oh, we're stepping on some comic book toes here, guys. Well, no, yeah, I, I mean, think comic emotion might... I'm a bit worried yeah. about what, what things that you're saying. Okay, carry on. Okay, my number two, Iceman. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Robert Kuklinski film. Yeah. Great book, brutal book, shit film. Yeah, have you, yeah. Have you read the book? Yeah, I have read the yeah. book. Good I haven't enough. seen the film. The film uh, just did not deliver at all. It missed out huge, huge bits and didn't really have any peril or real nastiness to it whatsoever, really. Was Michael Fassbender in that one? It was um, uh, Michael Shannon. Michael yeah. Shannon, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a bit poor, in my opinion. Yeah. There you go. Have another go. Okay, my second one is a film, another film you probably haven't seen. Have you, any of you seen Black Death? No. With Sean Bean? No. I mean, some the spoiler here, surprisingly, dies in it. So, oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah. normal history of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, like a medieval thing yeah. uh, about witchcraft. It's a film that I remember from ages ago. Yeah. I got to watch it again, and I really, really did like it. I thought, you know, one of those that get in the back of your mind mm. where you sort of, um, where you sort of think that you really do like it. And uh, I watched it again recently, and it could probably do a reboot. Cool. Yeah, there you go. I really like the first Speed film. Okay. It's a classic. Okay. Speed 2 is one of the worst films that's ever been made. Okay. I think they should give that another go. I've got similar lines to you for my next one. I really like the first Jurassic Park film. Yeah. The second Jurassic Park film, not so great. The second, they get that fucking dinosaur on a boat, and it's coming back to New York. That film changes for me. I like the build-up. And then it just goes a bit shit. Don't you think, though, that by changing second one, you'd fuck all the rest up? You'd have to remake them as well? No. Because you, you just don't bring it back to New York. Right. Okay. This is the, the new, the, the remake? No, the, the Lost World. Okay. It was a great film. They go off to the island and then they have the bit of peril. It's Julianne Moore. Yes. They're fall, falling down. And then they chuck it in a boat and bring it back to New York. And he starts running around New York. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? There's so much in the books that they could have used. And they did that. And I was like, it, it just ruins a great film for me. So let's delete that out and just make a better one. There we go. Right. Mm. A bit passionate about that one. Mm. So my third one is, it's all about the premise in this one. And now I'd like to see the premise sort of a rejigged uh, time cop. Okay. All right. That's so, a good uh, show, yeah, it's not really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if one sort of likes a little bit of Van Damme every now mm. and again, but um, I think the actual premise of having a time cop, mm. cop that goes back or forward in time would make a good movie bit topical mate because we'll talk about that and also <laughs> another well, not a comic book as such as a cartoon uh, the last airbender okay the yeah. cartoon is fantastic depth of character real good character arcs really built up a fantastic environment and then they made that film yeah it is pony yeah who's Terrible. the director on that m night Shyamalan. is that how you say it <laughs> not sure Shyamalan. 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 <laughs> okay. who did some fantastic work and i've heard that the comic's sense. good not the comic the, the cartoon's cartoon, brilliant yeah, really really good. good really yeah. really good yeah. yeah it's the full title of it not avatar the last day yes. yeah, so. yeah okay all right i've not seen the film i don't really want to see it i've got to be honest I've heard no, bad don't things do it to you it. don't do it to yourself okay all right okay my fourth one's really selfish because right. i only want it done for me right and i want hannibal remade with jodie foster in it right okay okay yeah, I can go with that. Um, I I really like the film overall, but Julianne Moore just don't do it for me in it. No, I didn't um, like it at all. No, but I just think stick Jodie Foster back in it. It's just a selfish one. That's okay. what I want. All right. Okay. And the question does say, what would you remake? So I am. <laughs> 
My fourth one is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. I don't mind the film. I do like the coming together of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Definitely. Hyde and Captain Nemo and Quartermain, etc., etc. But I just think that it was a little bit too shit. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It's a real shame about The Mummy. Yeah. Because that had real potential as a as a universe. Well, it, they were supposed to do it, it all, and they just killed it. It but killed it completely. Yeah, he, he broke it. He yeah. broke the film. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise, it was a different. It was a completely different environment before then. But Tom Cruise came in and made it a Tom Cruise film, and it yeah. killed, killed it stone dead. Yeah, it did, <laughs> unfortunately. But I'd like to say I would like to see that remade. I think that all those characters are really good. Yeah, okay. great. Another comic book for me: The Fantastic Four. Terrible, terrible film. That was shit. And I've got really fond memories of the cartoon from a. When I was a kid, and I think they should, they could definitely, definitely give that more yeah. legs. Is yeah. that like the Secret Seven? <laughs> you know, the Fantastic Four is the Rock Man and Mr. Elastic and the Fire Flame. He's looking blanker than usual. No, I know, like, yeah, there was Enid Blyton books, wasn't there? It's not all for them then. <laughs> Such a cock. <laughs> Who directed that one? That was, was uh, Josh Trank. Oh, it was, yeah, because uh, he'd done Capone recently, which, okay. which we haven't seen yet, hasn't been out over mm, it. So, no, it's on our to do list, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see what, uh, what that's like, whether that's better than the Fantastic Four. I've had mixed reviews on that one. Mm. Right, who's next? My last one. Yeah. You won't be disappointed to right. know, but it will be The Nun. Right. <laughs> I really like, really, 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 really like the character of Valak. Mm. I really like um, that whole universe. And they just shat on it a little bit with that, with a bit of a crap film. I still find it watchable. You hate it. Yeah. But I'd like a nice, decent one of those, please. Well, you'll probably get a sequel, wouldn't you? I'd, I'd, I'd imagine so, but... Else. They must be working on it already. Yeah, I'd imagine so, but... They could have just done a decent first one. Okay, so uh, I asked Jill actually for my fifth mm. one. Uh, what film would she like to get remade? And she's come up with The Girl on the Train okay. in London. Yes, definitely. Huh? That annoyed me as well when yeah. I saw it. Because the book you don't know is what fantastic. No, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she said that it basically completely, for her, ruined it after uh, reading the book, yeah. um, which I presume is set in London. Yeah. I don't really yeah, know. It is, yeah. But yeah, she said it, it was didn't have any of those Londonisms or anything like that, no. like people pushing in front of people and that, and then queuing for unknown reasons. Took the um, hustle and bustle out of it. It did, apparently so, yeah. I mean, I've not seen it, but, mm. uh, but yeah, that's what she said. See, I asked the missus, and she was like, Ooh, what about Jaws? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I think I f films like that scare me because if they try and do it now, they will CGI the crap out of it yeah. and you end up with something like The Meg. And I was like, no, you don't touch a classic. Right. But it's amazing what people would like to see remade because mm. she was going for a big list of stuff and I was going, no, no, don't no. touch that. Don't touch that. Nope. There you go. But right. Yeah. So thank you very much, Glenn, for the question. Hopefully there's something there for you to um, argue to us with. I think mm. he's saying Highlander. I think he said Highlander okay. on, on Twitter. Interesting. I think he wants Highlander. I think they're doing one, aren't they, I think? I think they are. Highlander, them, yeah. yeah. I think they might be. Right, okay. So, yeah, thanks, Glyn. Yeah, cheers, mate. Mate, do you want to tell everybody how they can get hold of us on social media should they want to send us a question? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Excellent. Yes, you can. Right, okay. So the reason that uh, we've woken Tim up from his sleeping bag in the corner... Mm. Uh, main review time. Yes. We saw a film. We did. Tim made us watch a 2006 film, currently 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. is a 15, one hour, 58 minutes long, 
billed as a drama fantasy war, with a synopsis of In the Phalangist Spain of 1944, the bookish young stepdaughter of a sadistic army officer escapes into an eerie but captivating fantasy world, with a budget of 19 million and grossing 84. This is written and directed by Guillermo del Toro, starring Sergi Lopez, Maribel Verdu, Ivana Baquero, Doug Jones, Adriana Gill and Alex Angulo. This was 2006's Pan's Labyrinth. I mean, Tim bought a clip last week. Better bought one again. Of course I have. In a dark time, when hope was bleak, there lived a young girl whose only escape was in a legend that wanted her back. The legend speaks of the lost soul of a princess from another world who will one day be reborn. There will be signs that mark her return. There will be secrets that reveal her destiny. There will be a journey that will make you believe. There we go. Was that another one that he forgot the ending of and had to do it again? Nope, no, no, he did that perfectly first time, that one. <laughs> okay, so we did see Pan's Labyrinth mm. um, from 2006. Without giving too much away, why'd you choose it? I thought long and hard. And changed your mind 45 times. <laughs> Three times. Okay. Three times. Okay. Well, when I was thinking about this, I wanted to find a film that you both haven't watched, but that's, as Mark knows, week in, week out, that's a tricky thing with you then i found a film that you hadn't seen but then mark had seen it so i thought i'd go for one of the films that i remember fondly i absolutely love this film uh i like the mix of the real life and the fantasy world i think it's just a a lovely film i love guillermo del toro i think i love his visuals i think he's a fantastic director it's just a really good film okay right see if mark agrees Mark, your first time watch on this one? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, it does say something, got to be honest, it says something when the cheeriest film that we watch in a week is the horror. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've had a bit of a depressing week, I think, um, and this yeah. week. So it it's nice to get a good, of, nice to get a good horror in there to yeah. cheer it up a bit. It wasn't a lot of laughs, was it? <laughs> when Freddy Krueger is the funniest thing you've got in a week. <laughs> so, mate, what did you think of Pan's Labyrinth? I don't know, mate. What? I genuinely don't know. Right. I don't know what to make of it. Okay. I've really, really, really struggled to try and get this in my head, what I felt about it. Right. How far do you want me to go? Well, it's weird. I mean, it's it's weird because... It's a strange film. You're the sort of person I imagine that believes in fairies. Nope. No? You sure? Yeah, yeah. You like ghosts and that? You believe in stuff like that? Not yeah. quite the same, mate, fair, is it? Fairies. Not quite the same. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't sure whether you'd like it, being uh, uh, fairies and yeah. fantasy. But I don't mind a bit of fantasy. And I, I thought it looked amazing. It, you, I, I can't criticise one little bean how it looked. It looked amazing. Production-wise, it was absolutely amazing. But I just found the two storylines running side by side a little bit... What's the word I'm looking for? 
they took away from each other a little bit. Really, I find oh. a, I find the juxtaposition between the two films really good. I really? think the way that it moves between the real world and the brutality of both sides as well. Because I didn't trust the fawn at all. Mm. He's got a, something about him that you, I don't like about him. And as much as he's not as brutal as the the commander, I don't trust either of them. Mm. And I like the juxtaposition between the two worlds. I really like the way that fit together. I mean, I've got there's not enough monster thingies. It is a it's a true fantasy film one that does move from real life to the fantasy world often and seamlessly the, the best ones oh, rather than the ones so. that sort of you go down you know like the Alice in Wonderland ones obviously they go down holes mm. and then you don't see the real world and sort of till the end the ones I think that work better are the ones that do dip in and out, in and out of yeah, both. But like Time Bandits. Yeah, yeah brilliant possibly. Film. And maybe on a second watch, I would get something more out of it. But, I mean, you had the tree dude, um, the found. Uh, you had a bloke with hand eyes. Pale Man. Yeah. Amazing, isn't he? Um, what a fantastic monster. You've got a mangled parsnip that lays under a bed. Fairies and a giant toad. Right? The giant right. toad's a bit strange. There's not an awful lot of labyrinth in it because you're going through some doors. Oh, see, this is where we're coming into this here. So this is this is obviously an adult yes. fairy story. Yeah. Oh, so the problem was that it wasn't kids. I don't. I, this is where I find it a bit weird because it is an adult fairy tale. Oh, it's a there was an adult themed fairy tale to it. Not enough Jim Henson. I, I I didn't <laughs> expect. Well, I think when I saw Pan, who is Pan anyway? Did he turn up at all? Pan was the king, was he not? Well, that was just her dad, wasn't it? Don't Did get caught say, up on the title. Come no, on, come no, on. I'm sorry. Um, but I didn't expect the side story of the war to be so prominent throughout it. And realistically, it was a bit of a shit war. Well, it wasn't a war, was it? They're, they're, well, it was just a jostle over a house, a, really, wasn't it? Were, yeah, it's, but, it's, it's a civil, civil war. war. It's the, the fascists, which is the commander of yeah, and the uh, revolutionaries. There's like 50 blokes in a forest fighting 50 blokes in a house it was a village there's a disagreement mark yeah well it's still tortured the shit out of each other i mean it was brutal i can't take that away from it i mean you got the bloke being smashed to pieces and his hand being all mangled you got people being shot and stabbed and you got fairies getting their fucking heads eaten i mean i was like what the (laughs) fuck all for a couple of grapes. Why'd the little prick eat the well, grapes? Yeah, well, exactly. I was uh, one so of my, angry. One of my comic, one of my comics on it is Ophelia is not the sharpest tool in the shed, isn't she? No. She just I mean, keeps on doing stupid I've things. I've got um, the greedy girl deserved to die. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she kept doing. I did feel for things. her. I thought she played it well. I thought I really did feel for her in the position she was in. She must have felt really lonely and to have to put herself into this fantasy world to try and get herself through it. I thought it was really great. And, I mean, the general bloke, the officer, well, he was a bastard, wasn't he? He was a real nasty bastard. I mean, he's probably got to be one of the most horrible villains, I think, in, yeah. that I've seen in modern-day film. Well, I think. just look at the three films we've got today. We've got some really sociopathic we have, male yeah. leads. Well, probably the least way. sociopathic one is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I was going to say, Freddy Krueger was probably so, the best uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does look great. You're right. The scenery, the sets of all the war just looked really authentic. And as we said before, I mean, I felt like I was there watching it. Whether or not it was my new telly, I don't know. It's very immersive. It's <laughs> a big <laughs> bastard when it's on the wall. I'd say it looked, it looked, I can't take anything away from how it looked. It looked fucking, and the atmosphere, the atmosphere throughout really, really sort of grabs you and you do f- almost depressed sitting there watching it i was sort of like 
Oh, that sucked any <laughs> happiness that I did have in me. <laughs> yeah, I think all the films this week yeah. sucked yeah. happiness out of us. But yeah, the, the, you're right. The captain, I mean, he was horrible. He, some of the scenes that he was in, the Ed Bashing scene, I horrible knew it was in bastard. there because I'd seen it, but that was, that it was brilliant. brilliant. It was great it was watching really it. Every time. I think that made me literally turn around watching it and go, what did it? the <laughs> fuck? Because <laughs> it's like, all right, fantasy, drama, fantasy, war. You sort of think, all right, we're going to have a little bit. And I was like, shit, that is... This couldn't it's... have been too far from an 18. I thought it some... was. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact 15. that he's, 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 we're out hunting rabbits and he beats him to death and then yeah. pulls the rabbits out of the bag and yeah. he goes, oh, you should have told me earlier. Yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ, really? You were ruffling around in that bag. Dead rabbits would smell. <laughs> you knew they were there. <laughs> he did. He knew they were there. He didn't give a fuck anyway, did he? He just had that power trip. Um, him sewing his face up, I thought was a good scene. That oh, was a great that scene. That looked great, and then he shot, it? Then he did the shot of alcohol as well, and you see the blood coming yeah, through yeah. on the, yeah. the bandages. I mean, amazing. let's just put it straight. I mean, Guillermo del Toro is a, a master Visualist, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the way that he does, yeah. I mean, the main thing for me in this, and the thing that I like the most, is the creatures and the creature Definitely. design. Um, the fawn, apparently, when you see about um, what he says about it, the fawn's not supposed to be good nor evil, he no. can be both. He is just there to facilitate Creepy her. Creepy fucker, isn't well, he? Yeah. Is, yeah, but he's there just to facilitate her going over. And I know that we thought he was good to start with, and then he started going a bit creepy, yeah. and, and I couldn't remember whether he was good nor bad or, or what actually happened at the end um I, I think i'd only seen it once or twice before it was many years ago well, the sort of when that, it came out the actor that plays him doug jones is actually in most of his films he plays the um he plays abe sapien in hellraiser oh, yeah because he's got that same ab thing yeah so. and he's the amphibian <clears throat> man in shape of water in, as well oh okay so he plays all those he's, okay. so he's definitely a, a guillermo del toro go-to for the yeah. characterization yeah and i've got to say the pale man for me is i've been i think it's i've amazing. got written down it's probably the maybe the best creature design I've seen it's in film. Stunning. He almost looked like I see the eyes on the plate. Yeah. I mean, she had to pick him up and have a look. She's a kid, isn't she? Leave it the fuck alone. Like, well, she could have eaten the eyes. That'd be better <laughs> than the grapes. He almost had little sockets on his face. It's amazing, wasn't it? And then he put them in his hands and held his. And it was like <laughs> that is fucking creepy, mate. But how, what's how must your mind work? For that to come up as an idea. Mm. It's great, isn't it's it? Awesome. I love the way his mind works. Like I, say, I think then seeing the fairies get their heads eaten and then her having to explain to the found that yeah, she made a bit of a mistake. Basically, she ate two grapes. I was like, you little fucker. I think it's weird. I don't know. It's one of those. I was trying to work out. This is basically all in her head. You can put the little story at the end saying, oh, and then she went off and did this. It was all bollocks, though, wasn't it? Well, that's <laughs> it's all, it is all in her imagination. It's open to interpretation, it's open to interpretation. Well, like not, any fairy story. Well, I saw it? the baby in the fairyland. The mum was holding the baby. I also saw the baby remain in the real world. Right. That can't be in two places. I mean, I, I've got down, uh, I'm pretty well, sure she that she... didn't sacrifice the baby. She left the baby in the real world. Yeah, but the baby was then in... Labyrinth yeah, land. She decided not to take... Yeah, she, she took her into the Pan's Labyrinth and when the fawn said she needed to sacrifice the baby, she made the choice to sacrifice herself rather than Yeah, but then the you had the baby staying with the... Yeah, because she didn't sacrifice it. Yeah, but then the mum was holding the baby in the in the chair, in the high chair. Maybe it was a different baby. How do you know it was the same baby? I, I don't know. Well, you the don't, was do dead you? by then. But the mum, who was the one sitting in the chair next to the dad in the labyrinth then? Oh, because like, there's three chairs. She's allowed to sit next to her dad because a woman says sit next to your dad in the final scene. Okay. And then the mum's sitting there holding a the baby. Okay. So the baby's there twice. Well, that's bollocks, isn't it? Well, perhaps it's a different baby. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got 
she just died at the end. Yeah. I mean, my my yeah, psyche yeah. is, yeah, is the fact did. that she's dead. I mean, I've got to admire a film that don't mind killing a kid. <laughs> I, I always think you've got real bollocks if you can follow through. There's a lot of films happen where the kids are put in danger and nothing really happens to them. And I think it's more shocking when the kids are actually involved and you're like, Fucking hell, he it made him more of an horrible bastard. He just shot her in cold yeah. blood. Like he could have just got the baby and walked away and just left her. There was no need whatsoever to shoot her. Oh, but he's like, not a nice man. No, he was He's not a nice man. Sob being that kid if he brought that kid up, could you imagine? Jesus. I mean there's not many worse villains, I don't think. No, he no, was, no, in, no, he was right up no, there. No. He was a real horrible bastard. Yeah. But I'd go I'd go back to as well the the whole labyrinth story. Quite easy, wasn't it? Essentially, right, what she had to do was get a key out of a frog, go back and open a box. That was her task, wasn't it? And then lay a like a parsnip under a bed. Well, that, that wasn't part that of it. That wasn't was part of it. Was oh, the main, yeah, the main Drake was well, to take that complication out then. So basically, she had to get a key and open a box. As much as you do have Issues. a likeness to an eight-year-old girl, yeah. you're not actually an eight-year-old girl. Oh, so, damn it. Did crawling through a dark hole and uh, and facing a toad... And then yep. facing the pale man, yep. yes, she shouldn't have eaten the grapes. And, <laughs> and I'm very much on board with that. And yes, the pale man should have had his dinner that night. But then to not sacrifice your brother and to sacrifice yourself. I and think, she is a young girl going through Yeah, I, I was trying to work out, I was trying to really work out the age. What do you reckon? Stepfather. Eight or nine? I was, I was going for that. Yeah, Maybe I a little bit older. Eight, yeah. Eight, yeah. eight to ten. Like yeah. yeah. And so going through all that with her mother no, yeah, yeah. and, and, and Losing what's her going on at the top. I, yeah, I, I think don't she know. did perhaps all right, I'm being, Perhaps I'm just being a bit picky, but it, I don't know whether this one needs another watch. I bought it on Blu-ray, actually. Um, so I was going to rent it, and then I went on the internet and found someone had it for three quid. Right. So I went and got it, because I thought, it looks like the sort of film I'm going to get well involved in. But you I don't watch know. it again. Yeah, no, I definitely will. It's not... I, I'm still confused, and I watched it probably four days ago, and I'm still confused... And my score's gone up since I first watched it because it was one of those that got to the end and I was like, fuck me, that was dark. And I felt, I wouldn't say depressed, but I got to the end and I was like, fucking hell. They were sort of really, and then I started thinking, actually, that's the magic of what he's trying to put across. And it did look fucking brilliant. I, I like the fact it was in Spanish with subtitles as well. I don't think that I'm took not anything. By subtitles. No, I, well, he was given the option of taking extra lots of millions to make it in English. By mm. like Hollywood or whatever, mm. and he decided not to do. Good on him because I think it came across really well, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen The Devil's Backbone? No, because no, apparently know. this is uh, like a companion piece. Right, it's another Guillermo del Toro piece. Okay, but apparently it's a companion piece. I've not seen okay. it. Right. I was looking, at, I was just looking around today trying to find some facts and stuff as right. you do. Yeah, um, I think I'm filler. We call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think um, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna look for that. And look for that. And no, I will. No, definitely, I'll have a look. But I love it. I think it's a brilliant film. One of my favourites. I mean, it's not one of my favourites, but I'd like to say I, I don't actually remember it. It was almost like bits of it were almost like a first watch for me. And I'm not one for. I mean, I like fantasy. Mm. I'm not a believer. I went up to. Uh, the local wood, Cromer's Woods today, and loads of people have put um, was oh, it elf fairy doors, doors everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are shit, aren't they? 
I'm sorry, but a lot of them, there's no effort gone into them. Someone's just cut sort of, in a well, door you know what kids are like? They start for the first half hour, and then they lose interest. Yeah, and half an hour. You've half got half an hour. Half an hour. Well, at well one done. of them. At Excellent. one of them. Well done, The other mate. one, you'd be lucky for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like some of these, like three minutes yeah. to put up. It's just like a yellow door-shaped mm. piece of card stuck in the tree. Well, there, there was so, a story, Steve, about a man walking around with a carrot bag collecting any that have got glitter on yeah. up there yeah. and throwing them away. Yeah, I know. Which I, which I imagine. <laughs> was you <laughs> no I think that that was I think it was damaging the wildlife okay. is what they said but I would have done it yeah, yeah. I've taken away the shit ones and just left the ones that looked like they made a bit of effort I do like fantasy films mm. but uh, I'm not really a believer in sort of all no. that jazz well the grim fairy tales I think I remember them very much as a kid and I remember them fondly I think this takes me back to to that sort of you wouldn't era. show it to your kids this one oh it, god no. god no <laughs> No. Jesus Christ, are you mad? We, we did have the discussion, actually, because one of them goes to bed and then she'll always get up and go, I need a wee. And then you'll hear her go for a wee and then amble around on the landing for five minutes because yeah. they want to be up, they want to know what you're up to. Yeah. And I did say, I'd better put this on pause because if she looks through the stairs <laughs> See that and sees man. a fairy getting fucking eaten or something, yeah, she's, she's sleeping for man. weeks, no. mate. <laughs> if, if ever, do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, Please do it. But it was one of those, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me with the, the positive for me with this film is how immersive it was. Mm. And I think it really did grab every fibre and you really did feel the atmosphere and the feelings there. But yeah, I don't know. I just think I've missed something on the first watch to make it amazing for me. Um, Look, I mean, for me, it's just about the way it looks, creature mm. design, those standout scenes, I just think were Yeah, were the excellent. Pale Man for me, uh, just uh, he's one of my favourite yeah. film monsters. I think one of the, the best ones, yeah, as I say, definitely. in the cinema, I've got mm. to be honest. Tim, closing gambit on that? I just I just love it. I've probably seen the film 10, 15 times. Really? And I, I just love it. I love it. The, the, the Pale Man's a, a Did you love phenomenal. it from the first watch? And it's you know got what, better. I cannot remember. I'm, so I, I wonder remember. whether it's one that grows on you each time. So definitely, I've definitely got the hankering to see it again. It's not one where I've got to fucking watch it again. Yeah. But I just wonder whether it all. I think it could. I think if you look at the um, the critical acclaim for it as well, it's very much a critic's favourite rather than a. I think the meta uh, the critics score meta score is like 98, hmm. whereas the IMDb's is what 70. 8.2. Oh, 8.2. So mm-hmm. there is a lot of love for this one in the reviews. Yeah, I'm sure. Huge amount. I'm sure. So you got any scores then, guys? Yeah, yeah it's uh, an 88, 89 for me. Okay, all right. You're going to choose one or? No, 89. Okay. It's <laughs> a big score. Right, you, Mark? I've got 74. Okay, all right. So maybe you'll watch it again. Have you seen Shape of Water? I have. Yeah, I, have, I yeah, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. Shape of Water. Yeah, I, I did, did as well. Yeah. I don't I don't like it as much as this, but I did mm. enjoy it a lot. Okay, I mean, I've got 84. Okay. I liked it. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed spending, well, I mean, I didn't enjoy spending time <laughs> in, in the war, but um, like I say, the characters and all that for me, the, the creature design, mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm really okay, glad we watched it, though. Yeah, thanks I for that. Good. Thank you, too. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so have you watched anything else, guys, since last week? I know you've been busy. Mm. Well, I have, actually. I've been really busy. I think I'm just trying to, because I knew I was coming on here right. again. Um, I watched Lethal Weapon. Okay. I love that film. Do you? I mean, I watched it. And for some reason, it's not one of those where if it's on, I would stop and watch really? it again. No, no none of them. It. None of them. None of them need lethal weapons. Yeah, I'm more likely to stop on Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Oh, no. Me. Don't get me wrong. I think I prefer Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, and I think mm-hmm. I prefer Die Hard, but I still like lethal weapons. Right. Okay. Still, Obviously, you can watch Die Hard throughout the year, though. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Although it is a Christmas film. <laughs> uh, I've got 72 for that. I watched uh, the Downton Abbey film with Lisa last Saturday. Yeah, Jill said it's shit. It's awful. Is it? Yeah, it's worse than one of the TV episodes. See, I don't mind a bit of Downton Abbey. No, no. When I, Jill watched yeah, it, I've, I've watched I've, a few. I quite watched it. It's quite likeable. But if you can imagine a 45-minute episode dragged out for an hour and a half, that's yeah. where we are with it. That's, oh, it's, okay. it's a, Doesn't a, the Queen come or something? It's a royal family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it's the king and queen, but it, oh. it's just it's just pony. It's really <laughs> okay. bad. Uh, I gave it a 40. I watched Empire Strikes Back. Brilliant. 92. Yeah, easily. Easily 95, something like that. And I watched um, a film on Disney+, Plus, which I'd heard really, really bad things about. Artemis Fowl. Yeah, Jill's watched it. I'll tell, her, I'll tell you what. Oh, I really it. liked Did it. You? Yeah. She said it was maybe one of the worst things she's ever seen really? in her life. Yeah. I think no, Emma I... said similar, didn't you see? Yeah, is it not? Who, who's is it? Um, Helen Mirren or uh, no? Was the other one? Who, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yeah, sorry, she's yeah. she's not very good in it. No, she she's was... not. <laughs> and and the, the guy that plays Alton's Fowl is not a very good actor. Right. Uh, but I He's selling it to us. I, don't get me wrong. It's not a very good film. But I watched it with the, the kids, and Sam really got into it. I think right. I'm very much swayed by watching it with my kids. Right. If, if they get into it, I'm 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 done. That's me done. It's only a sixty. Right. But. I saw it three getting, times. What, what you're, else what you're saying is you loved it because it gave you an hour and a half's piece. <laughs> the piece was worth it. <laughs> There's a bit at the end where Artemis Fowl's bodyguard basically gets brought back to life, and I thought Sam was going to hit the ceiling. He was so excited when is it he? happened. He oh, got bless. so into it. Oh, it was so brilliant. Doesn't matter. So that, what I think we probably think, it might have been a 45 until that point, but when he started jumping around, and yeah. he just. But yeah, that was a 60. So that was good. Awesome. I enjoyed that. Is that it? Yes. Well done, mate. Mark? Got a few, mate. Not very many, but I've got a few. I've got Book of Eli. Okay, yeah. I've seen that once. Yeah. Seen it. Is that what you've seen it? Yeah. Quite enjoyed that one. I've got okay. 74 on that. Right, okay. Remake, unlike me, but the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mrs. Right. didn't... It was on the start of Book of Eli, actually. It was in the trailers at the beginning. She was like, I don't think I've seen that. I was like, be back in five. Right. When I got it, watched that one. I really like that. I've got 79 on that. Yeah, really? I don't like it. Yeah, I really? really like it. They're more bloody, aren't they? Yeah, really quite brutal. I thought it was a great job they did of that. Sat down last night and first time watched for the Mrs. Made, I watched Boogie Nights. Okay. Such a good film. It is such a great such film. film. I've got 86 I was on that. Say it's late 80s for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did really... she like the dong at the end? No, she keeps calling it the corpse cop. <laughs> but it looks like a corpse. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's like a dead animal. Roller girl. Roller girl is. I've got a signed photo of Roller girl. Have you? Have you? Graham, yeah. I'll give you 20 quid for it. <laughs> no. it's, it's a bit sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, and then I watched Demolition Man. Okay, because it, it happened to be on. Um, Are they Amazon. remaking that one? Though? I don't know. Are I, they? I thought they. I thought they were. Maybe I, 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 for... I just hear so much that I'm just making it up. I'm I forgot sure how did. fun it was. It's it really was. Film. Yeah, I got seventy two on that. Cool. I love the, uh, the toilet paper thing when they did the shells thing. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's brilliant. Okay, so I saw Over the Top, uh, Sylvester Stallone it was the arm the, wrestling, the arm wrestling right? one. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that for years. No. Is it still as bad as I remember? Uh, yeah, well, I've got, I've got sixty four on it. That's all right. It was, yeah, it was all it was all right, wasn't it? You know what mm. I mean? It was quite fun. Yeah. Um, I watched seven thousand five hundred or seventy five hundred, which is uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, I think, yeah. um, where he's an airline pilot, single location shot in a cockpit. Of an aeroplane got fifty four on that. It was a bit, yeah. bit anti-Muslim. It was. It was sort yeah, of like a bit, a bit sort a bit of much. terrorist. Yeah, There's sort of like not much sustenance to it. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, I watched. I've only got sixty six on it. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to explain why, but that's what you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Eurovision. 
Did you watch it? Was that, it wasn't, Fire please tell me it wasn't the first film you no, watched. No, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. It, it, probably the first film I watched on the telly might be a bit worse than that. So I watched it. Uh, I'm just going to say, ya, ya, ding dong. <laughs> and then, you know, there's a, there's the a song in it. I think Emma gave it like four stars or something. Right. Anyway, there's a song called Ya, Ya, Ding Dong, which okay. is in your mind. I've got 60 on it. It okay. was some funny bits, mainly for Will Ferrell. I saw the reboot of Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, tell me. <laughs> um, tell me. I mean, there's some funny bits. Yeah. But the problem is, is obviously Kevin Smith's lost all that weight. Yeah. And Jason Mewes looks really old. Looks like he's done something. He hasn't aged well at all, has he? No. And it doesn't quite... It looks... The same sort of jokes, dirty jokes and stuff. Yeah. But it looks like it's coming from two really old men okay. and it's a little bit creepy <laughs> All right, so okay. I've got 57 I know Jason Mewes is directing his first film soon isn't he so that'd be one to uh, miss avoid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've got Team Wolf what's the Team original well, the right 84 yeah. or whatever yeah, it is that's not, a good that's one awesome. yeah. what was that uh, I've got 65 on that oh really yeah, okay. yeah I mean it's, it's quite old yeah, yeah. the on top of the van scene yeah, is amazing great, isn't it? that yeah. might be I think that might be the first one that we watched the on basketball, the basketball yeah. the basketball oh, film the basketball super. scene so we brilliant. bought a brand new telly and then watched an 80s grainy old uh, <laughs> well done thing. well done Steve um, I watched uh, Hacksaw Ridge Okay, which I'm not going to give one. you a score on. Okay, uh, so mm, might be a bit topical later on. I watched the business. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah, um, I've got eighty-eight on that. that is, it's aging. It's, it's aging. It? Yeah, it's it's very very far fetched. I didn't realise how far fetched <laughs> it was when them trying to go and kill the uh, the mayor of the town and that. But it's um, when the camp um, Dutch walk in the club in their like um, leather waistcoats <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Like, brilliant. It's awesome. Yeah. And then I watched Inception. Awesome! Going. I haven't seen that for a few years. Oh, you know, yeah. it came up. It came up on um, your Prime yeah. today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got ninety thought, on that. It's still okay. great. The score. Such a is, I think it's on my um, bucket list movies. I've got to get through yeah. that one again. The yeah. score is still one of my favourite scores of all time. Okay. Love it. So there cool. you go. That's me this week. Right, okay, do you want to move on? Let's do that, mate. Okay, this is the next section. This is a section that we like to call homework. homework. Sport Tim should have joined in. Yeah, should have joined in, Tim. Right, okay, so this is a section where we give each other films that we like and the other one hasn't seen, the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What'd you give me, mate? I gave you a film that's currently 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, one hour, 42 minutes long build as a crime drama with a synopsis of a family descended from Maori warriors is bedeviled by a violent father and the social problems of being treated as outcasts. Starring Rena Owen, Tamira Morrison and Julian Arachanga, $1.2 million budget grossing 4.3. This was 1994's Once Were Warriors. A little thank you for Tim for nudging this one towards me because he wanted to use this as a main review, but I'd seen it and you hadn't. Right. So, all tied up. I thought, I'm having that. Okay. I mean, when we say thank you to Tim, do we really mean it, mate? I do. Do Do you? I do. I didn't love it. Did you not? No. Okay. Um, It's dark, isn't it? Yeah, but I had... I had issues with it. I thought that it was this was like one that was sort of like a bit of a 
classic-y sort of thing. It and is. people is like revered. And mm. is it? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Okay. Right. So the, right from the opening credits, it rubbed me up the wrong way. I hated the opening credits. You know when you get that on a film, and they were very, they're all over the place. Didn't particularly like that. I thought that the acting yeah. was like Neighbours. Okay. I really Some did. of it was, definitely. I, I, but there I, was some definitely standout performers. I think the supporting cast was... I think, I think the budget was used on the main six. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got down the, uh, the other supporting cast were pretty bad, especially the mum's best friend and the kid who slept in a car. Yeah. I think the budget was used up on the four or five main actors right i mean for people in america don't know if they know um what neighbors is but it's like one of those mexican i suppose for them it's like one of those mexican sitcoms yeah. <laughs> that's what that's how bad it was for certain bits that i didn't like there was one the scene that really sort of stood out as horrendous for me it was the raw fish sex scene so right. like having the raw fish and mm-hmm. then going in for the it, i think it was already cooked I don't think it was, raw. was it not yeah right, I think it was already cooked. okay but anyway. yeah so i get what you're saying so my main problem on it was i felt it was difficult to put a time and place to what i was watching okay. so it felt a bit apocalyptic stroke dystopian to me it didn't feel like anywhere that would be a real place if you know what I mean. It felt like it was, it was, everybody was like in biker suits and all that. Well, Everything was because you're not derelict. in that culture, isn't no, it? No, I know. But I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd like to know where it was supposed to be. I assumed it was it modern was, day. It was, it was as it was. It was, was. It was 90s yeah. New was Zealand. It? Yeah, it was 90s okay. Auckland. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Because yeah. that, yeah. that looked to me as though this was like a proper... But if you go to, if you go to, and I'm going to use the term very loosely, if you go to the, the slums, the rundown area of any major city yeah. of its time, you look at LA in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. The Cavellos of, of Brazil, of Rio de Janeiro. Mm. You look at those. It felt just felt a bit Mad Maxi to me. But it doesn't feel real to you because as much as you grew up on the council estate, it was a council estate in Sittingbourne. It wasn't... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like it does say, like, these are outcasts. They are put in the slummiest, slummiest areas. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's just no one seemed to do anything. They was just all sitting around drinking and fighting and stuff. It just didn't seem real life Mm -hmm. to me in any way, shape or form. I think that's how they are... Or how it puts across how they are actually treated within their own country, although they're the culture of their own country. They're treated as scum and put in these areas and high unemployment, hard to make ends meet. So is that what the outcast bit about? Because there's nothing nothing in the film to me. I thought it was going to be that they were interacting a lot with people outside of their um, groups and being... Um, mistreated, no. but they well, wasn't. They, they didn't really see anyone. Have you ever been to Australia or New Zealand? No. And you see how the Aboriginals or the Maori people are treated in their own countries. It's as bad, if not worse, than the Indians are treated in America. Yeah. But I mean, this film didn't show me any of that. It well, it's all, it, you've, you've, you've just. As far as I was aware, these people were where they were because they chose to be because they chose not to work and they chose to get pissed up all the time. I think that's where they're housed. That's where they're trapped. Yeah, okay. But we think that. But what I'm saying is because they didn't show me that, it didn't show me any of these people interacting with anybody outside of their own groups, I didn't get the impression that it was Mm. set at Nell. This is why I felt like it was a bit futuristic because I didn't see any of that. They was all going around in biker tops, not working, just fighting, going back for parties and all that. 
I never saw them getting mistreated by anyone outside of their group. I just saw their own group mistreating each other. No, hence, and that's fair comment. That's hence, fair that's comment. why the bit saying in the synopsis that it was them getting mistreated, I thought mm. it was going to be that they were asking for help. Maybe the local police were being asked to help them. They mm. wouldn't and stuff like that from okay. the synopsis. But that film didn't show me any of that. It just showed me them self-destructing as a group. I suppose it depends where they was planning on distributing this film, isn't it? Because if it was going to be distributed mainly in New Zealand, they wouldn't need that spoon feeding so much as perhaps we do to give us the background on their culture. A companion piece for this. Have you seen Neil by Mouth? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It rings a bell. Yeah, Ray Winston and Kathy Burke. Yeah, it does ring a bell, yeah. yeah. That, to me, is it's very much a companion piece right. for this. The domestic violence, uh, the poverty, but even though they're poor, the men still manage to find the money to go out and get hammered most of the time. Yeah. And that's very much the same ilk to this film. Okay. I mean, I thought that he certainly was the best actor, I think. I sort of didn't quite understand the tonal shifts. Probably not from him, because I understand that his character was one that flipped. Her tonal shifts, didn't quite understand some of them, i.e., she got beaten up really badly one night and then her best friend come around the next morning over breakfast and they were just laughing and joking. There wasn't really anything particularly said about the fact that half of her face was hanging off. For me, she was very weak, the mother. And I think... I didn't like it. That's what we saw there. I think she put up with it when it was her. When it was her that was getting it, she put up with it and she put up with it for 18 years, I think she Mm. said at the end. But when she wanted to go and see her son who was in trouble, who was in that home and he fucked that up that was one of the saddest things i think i've ever seen on film when she they're all sitting in the car waiting Mm. to go and see him and he decides to go and get pissed instead i think that's one of the most saddest things i've seen did you feel like the disappointment in him as well because like five minutes before that i wouldn't say he redeemed because he kicked the shit out of her a lot but he almost redeemed himself when he chucked that money down you thought actually this this guy's got something in him where he wants to please his wife yeah and yet he does feel for the kid and they was driving around in the car and it was almost edgy but singing along to um what time is it mr wolf and i yes, think that yeah, scene yeah. is great and they're driving around and that. you think actually they've come together as a family to do this but the way i love that scene is that just five minutes before that happened what turned him and and what they're trying to put in the background is that her family because she was from a maori royalty mm. as such whereas he was he calls himself a slave boy her family wouldn't accept him so mm. she left the tribe to go and see it and that's what turned his mood and i'm not trying to defend him because the man was an absolute scumbag of the highest order but he was absolutely in a, a fine mood until that point and then that happened and you could see him change mm. You could see his mind change because he knew he wasn't good enough for yeah. it. And that's always in the background. Yeah, I mean, I've got that the girl was probably the most believable character. I did enjoy Grace. the young girl. Yeah, yeah she's I brilliant. mean, the rape scene was horrible. Horrific, isn't it? It was. It, mm. it wasn't violent, but it made it all... Oh, that made it worse, It I think. did make it worse. I yeah, think it I, made it worse. It's one of those where I didn't really want to look at the screen. If I'm I honest. didn't watch it. I can't watch it. Not. I've seen this film a few times and I couldn't, I couldn't watch that no. bit. I enjoyed uh, the bits where they sort of were... Maoris. Mm. So then when they sort of actually went back, but there wasn't enough of it. Okay. For me, this could have been anyone. The fact that they were Maoris didn't really matter. It's got so little Maori stuff in it that it could have been anyone. I think the thing is that this this story is interchangeable throughout the world, though. This could have been filmed. This this could have been filmed in 
Rio de Janeiro. It could have been filmed in Tower Hamlets. Yeah, it could have been filmed in LA. That's what you say about Neil by Mouth. It is an interchangeable film, really. It just brings in that poverty, that driven down the domestic violence. But like I you think say, you can change it for each culture. That that's why it's disappointing, because okay. I expected it to be more around the fact of Maori and Maori tradition. Well, I think they don't pound it home, but you've got when he goes into the care home and they're learning the haka and how important that That's is to their great. culture. Could have oh, easily been brilliant. an English one learning Morris dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the um, uh, Nick, the son, with, the, with traditional tattoos when he's in the gang. Again, could have been anywhere people have tattoos. This, I'm not saying, I'm just saying the way that it was built, I expected it to be a lot about tradition and less about the fact that it was just set. I think, I think you've probably got, out of that, you've probably got 20 minutes of tradition about learning the hacker and what the hacker means and the traditional uh, Maori weapons. And then you've got the traditional funeral after Grace kills herself. Um, and then you've got, even to a certain extent, with, with Nig and the, and the, um, in the gang and how much they embrace the, the Maori warrior culture. Don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, they're just a gang that could be... Uh, Us a, lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be a gang anywhere without the world but they still got the the tattoos the traditional maori warrior tattoos i mean i've got 55 on it wow really that yeah. low i'd yeah. have this mid 80s yeah me too Easy. yeah i watched this film uh first time mid 90s 95 96 right. uh, i've seen it again a couple of times with it but it's it's one of those films that stuck with me it's it's a stunning film. Yeah. I love it. I liked it. So I just, just when we said about doing this one, I looked at the rental and I was like, "No, you know what? Fuck it, I'm buying this." I wish I had done that. Yeah, um, so I'm glad I got this one. Okay, I mean, listen, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I've missed something. It's just one of those that yeah, I didn't think was their own, mate. Yeah, I think it own. was built up that I think I expected an awful lot more, not yeah. just from the synopsis, but from other things. And I no, just I ended up with up. A, yeah. I built it up. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Tim was here to help me out. That's all I can say. <laughs> it just made me want to wash. Maybe it was just my mood. I don't know. Mm. But uh, yeah, I didn't get along with it at all. Well, I did. I did. It was above average. Uh, it was a lot better than Top Gun. Yeah. What do you want? Right, okay. So I gave you a 2003 film, mate. It was directed by Ronnie Yu, starring Monica Keener, Kelly Rowland, Jason Ritter, Chris Marquette, Lockley Munro and Robert Englund. Running time of 98 minutes. Budget of $30 million with a box office of $116 million. 5.7 on IMDb, 47% Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorise the teenage population, except this time they're out to get each other too. I gave you 2003's Freddy vs. Jason. Yes, you did, mate. I did. A little bit of redemption here. Right. I don't know if you remember 50 first dates last week. Right. Plot holes, plot holes, <laughs> plot holes. <laughs> here we go. You ready? got a long list. She had a shower. They had no power. All the power's out, but she's had a shower. Really bugged yeah. me, that, mate. Did it? Yeah. Well, can, you can do that, though, can't you? No, because there's nope. no power for the pump for or the, no power for the heat. Maybe there's a bucket on. And the lights were on as well. Yeah. yeah but, oh, how long he burned for in the cornfield <laughs> and then the fire intensified rather than burnt out on the machete. This really, really bugged me, that one. Jason suddenly had a fear of water when he happily attacked people from underwater in previous films. Of course he had a fear of water. He drowned. Yeah, but he was happy coming up Not sure if underneath exactly. water, killing people. Perhaps you're just relieved to come out. Yeah. Well, when, let's, let's put when, it this way. It was funnier than 50 First Dates, so, wasn't it? When, yeah, when she goes to the water and she sees a small child, how did she know it was Jason? I don't know. 
I don't know. Deformed. Hypnosil bottles. It says they hold a thousand. See the size of the pills? There's no way you're getting a thousand in there, mate. Really, <laughs> oh, mate. really bugged me. Oh, dear. 24 hour roadblock. The kids just went straight out, went to the lake, <laughs> Crystal Lake. No okay. roadblock there, mate, was there? Okay. Someone at the party got killed twice. I saw them get killed twice. <laughs> Bugged. I could just go on and on, mate. Twins. Plot holes, plot Twins. holes, plot holes. Um, I've just put, as a bit of fun, it's fucking great, but as a film, it's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah funnier, I, I, funnier than 51st Day. <laughs> I had great fun with it, mate. I really did. I really enjoyed it as a fun slasher film, but it is a bit shit. I, I wouldn't put this as the best one. A lot of people seem to say this is the best one. What, out of the Freddy? Out of the Freddy's. Really? Oh, yeah, oh no, it, not even top five. No. I loved the little mini origin story at the beginning, right. where it showed Robert Englund. Had, like, I know they did try to do similar in the remake of didn't Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't they do that in number two, though? No, I can't honestly remember. I know they did, on, on the remake, they did the bit where he's there and then the parents go and burn the house down. I thought they did that in Freddy too. Um, the opening score gave me chills. I thought it was fucking brilliant because it had the um, the Freddy tune and then it had that cha 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 after it. And I was like, that was fucking genius. That actually gave me chills. And then it turned into the film I watched. Um, the acting, poor at best. Oh, terror. I've got a big number. Poor at that. best. So bad. It was awful. Kelly Rowland was probably the best actor oh, in it. Oh, really? I've awful. got Kelly Rowland was shit. <laughs> Um, but no, she was terrible, yeah. but she was the best one in yeah. it. Same as a lot of these things. I didn't give a shit, really, who got killed. Nope. Didn't have much care for any of the characters. You could have fucking killed any of them. Killed a lot at the end. I wouldn't have cared. I was um, cheering for Jason at the end. Yeah. Have it, you been, we always cheer for Jason yeah. and Freddy. We always do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. But there's some to where you think, like, there was the semi-likable bloke that was sort of the, the geek and he was trying to stand up for himself and then he got killed. Sometimes I'd have thought... Oh, that's a shame, but no, I was taught. <laughs> high body count. I thought it was great. A really high body count for this one. I'm not sure of the numbers, but some of the films, like uh, we did Wes Craven's New Nightmare, yeah. had four, I think. Yeah. This one really rattled was, through some yeah, people. It, it was great. I noticed there was a couple of lines in there that you definitely would not get away with now. <laughs> there was a couple of really dodgy lines. I won't say them, but I was like, ooh, that was ooh, close to the line. And obviously it's got totally average, but fun and watchable. Okay, good. Tim? Freddy and Jason, apart from the Cenobites, I think are my two favourite, uh, my favourite horror characters. No, so I would have preferred Mike Myers over, I would have preferred Freddy versus Mike. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I like yeah. Jason Boy. Oh, oh, I, I like Jason. I love the, the Cenobites are my favourites. I, I really like the Cenobites. They're my, they're my ultimates. Have you seen Hellraiser recently? Not recently. I no. bet it's aged it's badly. Shit, yeah. yeah, I bet it's aged really badly. <laughs> Hellraiser and Hellband were the I used to love those films really really good the fight scene at the end was brilliant the fight yeah. scene between Freddie and Jason I thoroughly enjoyed that 20 minutes of film it was great they're just back and forward all the time yeah. it was really really good but it's not a very good film yeah. I mean to be honest it's probably someone just sat there and gone do you know what why haven't we done this before it's 30 million quid just go and make Horrible numbers. Yeah. I mean I saw the ending coming from a mile off because I was never going to get one one win would they because it would sort of dismantle that whole sort of series before them, it had to end in some sort of draw. Yeah. And it was pretty obvious it was going to happen. But I'm a little bit up, well, I'm upset. I'm a little bit disappointed this didn't spawn a lot more 
of these types of films because I know you've had Alien versus Predator and stuff like that. That's but not you, a very good film either. But you could really go to town with these, and you could like similar to your Jack Reacher Monster Slayer. <laughs> um, you could really have a lot of fun mixing these up. If you it, put the money up, mate, I'll make it. Yeah, I don't know about that. yeah. But I, I did like the fact you got the two protagonists in it, and they was killing a lot of people. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, but shit. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to start fighting. I thought the Freddy versus Jason thing was a bit of an oxymoron until yeah. right until the end. Freddy could start getting too big for his boots. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's quite uh, quite a, a good laugh. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, th- this was first time watch for me, right. and I was making the missus laugh because I was saying the lines before they happened. Right. <laughs> she was like, "How do you know he's going to say that?" I was like, "Fuck me, I could have written this script yeah, myself." Yeah. The horror tropes are definitely not strong all there, enough yet. And then he, oh, not strong enough yet. And there we are. It's fucking easy. Um, but yeah, they didn't break any barriers with it, but it was fun. Yep, it was uh, certainly the highlight mm. of the week, and only in like the fact that the other two were very depressing. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, there's a Excellent. lot of laughs in it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was funny. Good. Yeah. Glad you like that. I've got fifty-three on it, mate. Have you? Yeah, a bit low, isn't it? 60. You've just given one to Warriors fifty-five, mate. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think. No, um, I don't think you can talk. <laughs> there's better acting in uh freddy v jason no that was it's certainly that kid that was living in that car mate his <laughs> career didn't go off i'll tell you after that right okay mate what you got for me next week i've got you a film that's currently 6.2 out of 10 on imdb is an 18 one hour 41 minutes build as a crime mystery thriller with a synopsis of fbi agent jennifer marsh's tasked with hunting down a seemingly untraceable serial killer who posts live videos of his victims on the internet as time runs out, the cat and mouse chase becomes more personal. Starring Diane Lane, Colin Hanks and Joseph Cross, $35 million budget grows in 53. This is 2008's Untraceable. Okay. One horror, well, we don't even call it a horror, but it's a horror type film you've not seen. Is this Was this on the sci-fi channel? This no, one, that's no. That's what it sounds like. No? I, I don't even know where I found this one. I, I remember picking Paul up Mark. on... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, mate. Okay. I like Colin Hanks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, so I've given you a 2017 film directed by... See, this is not going to go well, this. Okay. It's, it's, these pronunciations are not going to go well. Directed by Shinichiro Uyeda, starring Takeyuki Hamatsu, Meao, Harumi Suyahama... Yakuzi Akiyama and Kazuki Nagaya. I think you've done a fucking good job there, mate. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I thought it was like, it's what I was watching Mark do his fall impression earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, running time, 97 minutes. Budget of $25,000. Wow. 3 million yen. Uh, with a box office of $31.2 million. And it makes the, the first film ever to make 1,000 times its budget. Wow. 7.7 on IMDb, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of things go badly for a hack director and film crew shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. You wanted meta, you got meta. This is 2017's One Cut of the Dead. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting one. Well, I'm proper getting into my world cinema now, mate, so I look forward to that one. Okay, yeah. See what you think. Mm. See what you think. Right, okay. So next week's main, mm. what we got? Glynn. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got Black and Blue. Have we? Yeah, from Glynn. Okay. So, yeah, Glynn has chosen, uh, it's his listener mm. request. Yeah. Uh, Black and Blue. Yeah. Never heard of it. Me neither. <laughs> 
Oh, did that one, Tim? Nope, no, not for me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, maybe we will have Glyn on. Yeah. We don't know. Providing I've run enough cable and it works, <laughs> we'll <laughs> have Glyn on. Got to get it to the shed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Glyn, we're, we're doing black and blue. Cool. Right, okay. Mate, thanks very much for coming. Thank you very much. I thanks enjoyed for um, Lisa as well for letting you have two, two Fridays, Fridays in a row. Know. And thank you for finding, I know it's good for you, you think, yay, but it's nice of her to let you out. Yeah. Really appreciate it, Lisa. I'll pass on the thanks. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me no. two weeks in a row. No You're worries, always mate. welcome, Tim. Thank you yeah. very always. much, guys. It was a good show. Okay. Thank you very much. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, we look forward to that next week. Got a question from Miriam, hopefully, and, uh, yeah, hopefully Glenn on. Mm. And then we'll be here. Could yeah. be interesting. Homeworks. I mean, Tim, if you're still staying here, mate, you can yeah. obviously watch on from yeah. the sidelines. Grab a I mic. Think, I think Cassie will have me out by next week. If you could eat something other than pot noodles, though, there's just like a kettle in the corner full of pot noodles. Right, okay then. It's all done. Say goodbye, Tim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. See you later, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. some bad news today mate what one of my mates passed away oh no yeah he died of um, severe heartburn oh. can't believe Gavi's gone <laughs> <laughs> I can see it coming but I still laugh sorry uh, I think you laugh before <laughs> the end of it <laughs> I can see it coming oh that's better isn't it sorry about a couple of I'm back <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the tumbleweed in the last one no it upset me did it <laughs> Ah, oh, dear God.